what should be my beginning? Rar. <laughs> and for what reason should that? For, can you explain why that should be the first reason? to be here. Yay! Yay! So welcome to Tabitha Makes Friends. Uh, with me today, I have my best friend, Carlisha. Why, hello. She is extravagant. She is an actress. What? Can you say what all you do, actually? Oh, man. As an actor, we have many descriptions. So we yeah. have writer, producer, uh, actor, Theater actor, commercial actor, voiceover actor. There's many, many versions of there me. There are. There are many versions of Carlisha. Oh, yes. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for inviting me. Thank you. Of course. I'm so nervous. <laughs> I, I loved love how nervous it. I was, but all I ever do is talk to myself. So it's so like, I might as well just start a podcast. Exactly. And just put you in front of me because all we do is weird things together and have weird conversations. 24-7. So I was like, obviously, Carlisha has to be my first guest. <laughs> yes. What made you want to start doing the podcast? Okay, so this is an interesting story. So basically, I wanted to start the podcast about like a year or two ago. Well, yeah, probably two years ago before like the pandemic. Yeah. And I was like, yes, I'm ready to start my podcast. I'm ready to get in there. Uh, I have so much to say. I got the mic. I got all of the equipment. And then I just was like, no. <laughs> like, I was like, not right no. now. And it made me feel so shitty because I was like, I feel like such a procrastinator. But the oh. thing was, I feel like I didn't have the idea of what I wanted to do yeah. until, like, this time in my life. Just, you had more of, like, an yeah. overall, like, this idea, but don't know so, what to do with it. Right, like, that was yep. probably when I was, like, 20, and I know it's only two years, but, like, now I'm 22, and yeah. I feel like so much has changed in the last two years. So much. And so much, and it's just, like, creatively put so much more into my head and, like, what I want to do. So, That's awesome. Yeah, so, yeah, and it's it's... I think it's going to be really fun. I'm excited. I'm so excited for But you. yeah. So basically what I want to be doing on this podcast is like, I want to have guests on it and I want it to be really fun. So like, I want, this is a weird way to put it, but I kind of want every episode to feel like the person or people that I'm with, I want them to feel like we're attending like a seven-year-old's birthday party, but like uncensored. You know, I <laughs> like, love like, that. right? Like, I want it to be like, that is brilliant. you know, we're having fun. We're talking about sweet, cute topics, but we're also like drinking wine, which yes. we should be doing we right now. I don't know why wine. we're not. I just met so many cool and like crazy artists and fun people in LA, actors, writers, photographers, or just like literally insane friends. Like you are an actor, <laughs> but you're also just my insane friend. So I'm Ooh, like... And we just, I have so many fun conversations with them. I'm like, I want everyone to come on here and I want to talk about their careers, but I also just want to like have fun. Like we're literally seven years old having exactly. a birthday party. And that's what I think the best thing about LA is that you meet so many right. creative, insane personalities in one area. Yeah, and yeah. It becomes like a community. Exactly. Which is what I love, exactly. Mm-hmm. I want to do some weird things on here. I want to do some like weird, funny things. I... I really enjoy, like, how do I say this? I really enjoy cringy humor, you know? Oh, yes. Like, awkward situations. It makes me laugh so hard, and every time I see those kind of things, I'm like, I would never want to put myself in that situation. But this podcast, but. it's about branching out <laughs> exactly. and, like, doing what you want to do yes, for, for, really good, for do. good content. Yes. For good content and good memories, even if it's awkward. So, like, good memories, I've been coming like up, yeah, I've been coming up with all these ideas. Like, I want to, <laughs> I don't know, you might, you might be like, Tabitha, don't do that. I'm like, so stranger danger. But I'm like, okay, what if, like, I started, and this is, this is a working idea. Uh-huh. Like, for example, I want to do some things where, like, I have a podcast 
episode with a person that like I actually haven't met before so like if I find like a TikTok so like a TikTok stranger and I do it like virtually with them or like if I just meet a weird man on the side of a street named like Michael and like and I'm just like you want to be on my podcast yes what if I like uh set you up on a blind date okay no wait that is and then you put the this is this is why you're my first guest because that was that was something I wanted to do that's a brilliant idea I was like what if I get on like the tinder or the The bumble or you set me up on a blind date and i have my first date on the podcast like i have a dating segment where a few episodes every few episodes i go on a date blind date episode coming soon coming blind date episode is coming soon um to all of the creepy instagram (laughs) boys in my dms this is your time to shine baby okay (laughs) who wants to go on a date with me let me know it'll be weird (laughs) carlisha will be here too because i can't do it by myself i'll be hiding in the bushes (laughs) she'll be hiding in the bushes and she will make sure that i don't get murdered (laughs) exactly yep it's perfect what are friends for Okay, so I went on my Instagram, and I told everyone that I was starting a podcast soon. Probably the only person listening, by the way, is my mother. Um, Shout out to my mom. Shout out Tabitha's mom. (laughs) Shout out to you, Tammy. Love her. We love you. She's probably the only listener, but that's all right. At least we have one. No! (laughs) There are millions. I can already feel it. All right. I will stop being sidetracked. Um, Instagram questions that I ask people on my story. I'm ready. Um, I picked out some ones that were mainly about LA and acting. Awesome. Because it stays on theme. We're both in LA. <laughs> in LA. And acting. Exactly. <laughs> Self-explanatory. Yep. So, um, the first question I got was, do you like living in LA? Ooh, do I like living in LA? Yeah. I've been here for about four years now. And for the first... Honestly, three. Right before COVID hit, I was all, like, the idea of being in Hollywood was all, still romanticized. I loved just yeah. old Hollywood and, and Marilyn Monroe and that whole kind of mm. edgy 50s vibe I loved. And being here brought that to life, which was awesome. But then after quarantine, I started thinking more about just kind of myself and my family and what I really wanted. Wow. And... I started noticing a lot more, like, the people, you know, it's harder to make friends, yeah. especially after quarantine with all the, there was, oh. <laughs> sorry, I'm still getting used to being a podcaster, go on, <laughs> you were giving such yes. a beautiful answer, oh, I was not, um, yeah. what was I even saying, I do, I still love living in LA, and right. I would, I would, live here forever Mm. because it's the main goal of what I want to do but in the future I don't know I think I've I've had a good amount of time I think I'm just getting the travel bug at the moment I really want to see my sister in London and my mom's back in Australia so that's what I want to do but ultimately I I do love it here I really do I love that yeah just how creative everyone is right yeah like I feel the same way I feel like everyone has their ups and downs with LA and I think that I feel like it's split down the middle for, like, everyone. I feel like everyone I meet yeah. either, like, loves living here or they absolutely hate yes. it. Yeah. There's no in between. Yeah, so it kind of makes me feel like a douche to be like, I love LA. Yes. But I I think that I've I've grown a lot and I've gone through certain phases. And, like, I. but at the end of the day, I just always love LA. I mean, it's yeah. where I've, I've always wanted to be here. Yep. I mean, you know this from, like, you. your dream is to always be doing films and being out here with like-minded people and just following your dreams. And, Definitely. you know, there's a lot of crazy people here. Oh, and yeah. There's, there's a lot going on. But, like, ultimately, it's just, it's the best place for, like, me specifically to yeah. be. Like, I, I love it. And I think, honestly, it's, you know what's funny is that you were saying that you got the travel bug after quarantine. Mm-hmm. And I felt the same way, but... Almost in, like, the opposite way, I feel like through quarantine, I, like, had this newfound appreciation for L.A. because I was, like, you know, everyone was obviously locked down and, like, staying inside completely. And I was just, like, sitting there, like, on my own, like, looking at the windows, and I was, like, I live in the most beautiful place. Like, I live in a wonderland. There is no place like this. It's literally sunny every day. It really is. What the hell? It's... And I was just like, I just felt like 
quarantine made me appreciate LA even more because I was just like, we literally like live in a place that's not like anything else. Never. And like, it's like I don't, living in a movie. Yeah, yes. it's literally like living in a movie. And it's like after quarantine, it just made me want to go out and experience it and more and more and just like not waste my time being young and like not exploring LA. Yeah. And I feel like ever since then, I've been having so much fun here. I, I love that because I feel like it, it you kind of forget that. It becomes yeah. so crazy and it's so like busy and so many things are going on all the time you right. m- almost miss the view like as in like you you forget it's there because you're right. too busy you know trying to mm-hmm. meet someone and I think quarantine definitely gave mm-hmm. this like we, the rose colored glasses are off and you're really able to see the yeah. simplicity and beauty what um, about like hmm? friendships friendships okay so with making friends in LA I feel like when I first moved out here I again from a small town how many times can I say (laughs) I am from a very small town in Ohio there you go there you go (laughs) and when I came out here you know I was in this tight-knit community it was toxic at times it was very toxic at times but yeah yeah yes you know yes yes it's just you know being in a small town it has good parts about it but it's also you know, it's a lot when you're growing up because yeah. it's just everyone's very stuck in their own ways and they don't see really the outside world much. So, True. yeah. But a good thing about growing up there was that when I was there, I feel like the good people I found there were my close friends and I could, like, do anything with them. And they were so tight-knit and they were so supportive of me. The one, the real, like, the real good friends that I made. And I was like, oh, well, that's easy. <laughs> when I, my eight-year-old, my, not eight-year-old, my 18-year-old mind. Eight-year-old self. Basically the same person. My 18-year-old <laughs> self was like, that's easy, making friends in LA. Um, but then we I all think that, right. honestly. It is a normal, like, oh, you're going to pick it up so quickly. You're just right. going to go up to someone and be like, hey, let's be best friends. Yeah. And it's all going to work yeah, out. And yeah, I, and I thought that when I came out here, I was like, oh, well, all my friends are going to be like actors and I'm just going to go out there and we're all going to support each other. And then I got here and the reality of it was that I decided not to go to college or um, take any classes at the time. I did some like acting, like coaching and stuff, but I didn't take any like specific, I wasn't, taking a specific education course or going to school or anything like that and so because of that and because I was 18 in a place that I don't know anyone in besides my lovely sister I literally had no way of finding friends really and when I did kind of find people who were my age and that I could potentially be friends with it was at like auditions Uh, and I was like oh these people were my friends but a lot of them are like, no, I'm not your friend. Yep. I'm your competition. Exactly. And I was like, this is a scary wake-up call yes. because I just think in my own little bubble, which everyone does in their own little bubble in their hometown, oh, everyone's fine. Every stranger is fine. But no, it's, it is. You have to protect yourself. It can be a really manipulative um, uh, place to be. And But something I've learned about making friends in LA is that it took a bit, and for a while, my sister's friends were all of my friends, and they still are, and I still love them. But when you actually, you start making friends without realizing it, like real good friends, and I feel like for like the first time in my time out here, I feel like I can say that I have like a really good core group of friends. And amazing. Yeah, and you just find them in the most unexpected places, like you. Yes. And like, <laughs> I, I love it so much because... It kind of comes back to my friends out here who are specifically actors. I, you know, I had this idea in my head, oh, if my friends will be actors. And then I met actors out here and I was like, okay, none of these actors, <laughs> none of these actors want to be my friend. Okay, no. I'm like, so none of these actors are going to be my friends. But the actor friends that I do have, like you and like a good handful of other people, you just have to find the right people. Yeah. Because once you do... I am like, it is better than I expected to have friends that are actors out here that I trust and love like you because I just, I've always wanted that support system of people who like are doing the same thing and we can all support each other. And that's exactly what like your friendship has been for me. Like, I feel like literally when Carlisha does something, 
or does an audition, a callback, gets books a role, I am more excited for her than I would ever be for myself. And she is the exact same way. That is the exact Literally. way I feel, honestly, with oh. you. It's, yeah. Literally, it's it's the you exact create, same way. You create, it, it helps, you know, you create your own family. Right, right. And so. it's, yeah, it's just, it's amazing. I love it so much. I love that. But yeah, yeah, I love it. Um, so another question that's on here that I'm excited to hear your answer for is, did you do theater when you were younger? And if so, what was your most memorable role? So I did do theater back in Australia when I was in high school and I never got the lead, which I was very upset about, (laughs) Mr. Brandt. (laughs) I know who you are. You're like, look at me now. Look at me now, (laughs) Mr. Brandt. Living Look at me now. A life, I guess. <laughs> You're like some sort of some limited, kind of limited financial life. life. <laughs> <laughs> the the shows we did was Little Shop of Horrors. Jealous. Oh, that was amazing. So good. Brilliant. And uh, Hairspray, <gasps> which I was so mad. You did Hairspray? I know it was great. And with Hairspray, I would do. Uh, Mrs. Baltimore, Mrs. Baltimore Crowds. Yeah. I would do that entire song and I loved it and I lived for her. Oh. Michelle Pfeiffer, brilliant actress. Oh, she's so good. Amazing. And so good. I'm just, I was very upset I did not get that. Well, that's, that's so funny because you just like, you would think that you would get the lead. <laughs> like oh, knowing no, you. No, no, Back then though, I was a completely different person. Honestly, in Australia, really? I was afraid you of my should, own shadow. It's You insane. should go back now and be like, I'm ready. I would be, I don't even know if people would really recognize like, me. Like they'd know my face just because I mm-hmm. haven't changed since I was 12 years old. <laughs> my facial structure. I love it. Well, Anyway, <laughs> I love it. It's so funny because not in a way to like rub it in people's faces, but it's like, look who we've become. Like we've become like some, exactly. you become so undoubtedly yourself yeah. and like comfortable in your craft. And now you could go back and you would be Tracy Turnblad <laughs> in Hairspray. Yes, you would be the no, no, lead. No, no. Baltimore Sorry. Crabs. You Thank would be you. Baltimore Crabs. So it's getting back to the question. I Have I ever told you what like my favorite role I ever did was as a kid? <gasps> no. Have I told you this? Okay, I don't so, think so I was in a theater group when I was younger. Yeah. Um, for like about six, seven years. And I always, every single year, I was like, I want to play the villain. And I, yes. I was like, I want to play the villain. But like a, this girl who I still love to death, she would always get it. And I was like, she's amazing. I always she's, had one. Yeah. One I was like, she's amazing. And I love her. And she's, she was always one of my good friends. But I was like, I really want to, I hope my year will come where I get to play the villain. Villain. And I was like, I would always audition for um, Corella DeVille in 101 Dalmatians, but I got a Dalmatian. Yeah. Oh, you got and then, and I wanted to be not even Annie in, um, in Annie. <laughs> I didn't even want to be the title character. I wanted to be Miss Hannigan. She's like the mean yes. lady. Yeah. So I wanted to oh, be her. Oh, would have been great. So I just, I just wanted to be like, and there were so many others. I just wanted to be the villain every year. I'm like, let me be the villain. Let me be mean. Let me have a scream or something. So... Let me when have I a was scream. In, I just want to yeah. scream on stage. <laughs> yeah. That's it. When I was in about fourth grade, it was my year. Oh, yeah. And guess what we did? What? The production was High School Musical <gasps> Junior. High no School way. Musical Junior. And I was like, if I'm not Sharpay, oh, I'm like, I'm respect, quitting. I'm like, I'm respect to my theater group. I love them so much. I owe them so much. The woman that um, started it up and everything, I owe her my life, Sherry Zugeller, if you're listening, I love you. Shout out. <laughs> you are responsible for my acting career. But I was like, I have to stop. If I'm not Sharpay, this whole, my life is a lie. And I got Sharpay. Yes. And to this day, it's the best role I've ever played. <laughs> I could never, I could win an Oscar one day and it would still it be the best thing I ever be did. It would be as good as, of course. Oh, absolutely. No one can beat Sharpay. Okay, so another question that I was asked a few times for us is how do you memorize lines? Ooh, I like this question. It's a good one. I feel like people ask me that a lot. And it's yeah, it's and I forget how big of a part of acting it is. Yeah, no one you don't talk about it, no one really get it's hard to get tips yeah. within what to do as an actor, honestly, mm. a lot of the time. You gotta like pave your own way and yeah, do your own. Yeah, and you, it's like you you learn as you go and right. you just make mistakes. Right, it, which is you know, uh, as you're 
going through life, which is great. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how to finish that. (laughs) Which is great. Which is, you know, it's awesome. But the, what I do is I stop, I try not to focus on the words and actually learning Mm -hmm. the lines, but focusing more on how my character got created and what from the script, what are clues in the script that you can find that will help you build and understand the character that you're playing. Right, And once you've kind of got all of that understood, it becomes so much easier to know the words because the words don't become just words, they become emotions. I was honestly, I was going to answer the same way because it's like the biggest thing I learned about memorizing lines is that your first instinct, like when you first kind of start acting and seeing sides and scripts and everything, your first instinct is to memorize the entire thing. You memorize the words and then you add in the emotions. I used but, to do that too. But yeah. when you literally just break it down and you just, you read it and you just read it over and over again, like not off book, you just keep reading it like with the emotions. Yes. Like you, you put the emotion there first and then it's it's weird. The lines just come naturally. They just come out. They just of you. flow. Yeah. And and I feel like um, just like what our acting teacher taught us. Yes. Uh, Alex Watson from the Artist Playhouse. Right. Which Alex, we love we you. We love you. Little shout out to Alex. Shout out to Alex. We love you. But it's funny <laughs> to say what I just said because literally last week we were he, being taught that. I was yeah. We were I being know. taught that, and I was literally telling him I was like. Doing this monologue he gave me, and I was literally telling him, I was like, I I can't stand it when I am not off book and I don't have things mm. memorized. And he's like, top of that, the emotions come first. And I love that I just said that about memorizing lines because I'm such a hypocrite. I'm like, I can't stand it when I'm not off book. Oh, it's so much easier but said than done. But it it's really but is. you it's when you do it, you just understand it more and you understand your character more. And it's it just so some and it's like it's this great trick because somehow it just makes your character even yeah. more authentic. Because you're just like, the emotions, do you feel the emotions and the words just carry? Exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is off topic, but I put it in anyways because I was like, this is a Carlisha question. <gasps> yes. Um, so someone asked, what Disney character would you be and why? I love this. <laughs> oh, what Disney character? You go first. What would be yours? Okay. <laughs> I feel like everyone's expecting me to like, say my favorite Disney princess, but the first, yes. the first character that goes to my mind is probably Stitch from Lilo and Stitch. The little... Yes! <laughs> yeah. Yes! The little, the whole, don't touch me. I'm not touching. Don't touch me. Don't I'm not touch touching. Me. Mom, can I kill her? <laughs> that just embodies That was fabulous. You. Thank can you. Can we add that to your voice acting reel? <laughs> Maybe you should be playing Stitch, actually. I think I'm wrong. But another character... I mean, I I mean, my favorite Disney princess is Rapunzel. And I'm just literally, I just, I'm so, we have too many similarities. (laughs) And like, I'm just just like, I'm like the painting, the, the blonde hair. She, the, 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 I know the most, the most general thing ever. I'm like, I am her. And like most of the earth has blonde (laughs) girls on it, but I'm like, it's me. Uh, Most of the earth. It has blonde girls on it. <laughs> I love being a podcaster. Brilliant. That, was, that was comedy like, gold right But there. like literally her personality and everything and she's like yeah, has honestly, a frying pan. I'm yes. like, that's me. It she's really barefoot is. all the time. Love being yeah. barefoot. The aesthetic of the film. Like it's yes. like cottagecore, woodland. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, like. Yeah. Just so, mystical weirdness. Yeah. So those are two completely different characters, but like definitely Stitch and Rapunzel. Very different. Imagine making them into one. Oh my god. Like just Stitch in a little dress with like long like long, antennas. Huge long <laughs> like antennas. Just long antennas. And huge just ears like, with yeah. like flowy blonde hair. Just like scream singing and like swinging on it's trees. Like, That's that. Now that is me. Yes. That role is me. But anyways. What Disney character do you think you'd be? I resonate a lot with Donkey. <laughs> oh, wait. From that's, that, <laughs> this is going to make me sound like an asshole. Because I know so much about Shrek. That's yes. actually DreamWorks production. 
Oh, it maybe, is. But the thing is, that you just shows correct. maybe you're not. That just shows how donkey yeah. you are. Maybe I'm just that donkey. Because maybe exactly. you're not a Disney character. Maybe you're a DreamWorks character. Ooh, what would what what would Dream what DreamWorks movies are there? Like so, I do. I remember the vibe. Why am I only thinking of Shrek? I know, I can't think of any I'm like, other. nothing else but Shrek. Have we explained how we met? No, we oh, haven't. this is a great we story. We have not. Okay, so basically, I found online, I was doing a bunch of, you know, random work as an actor, looking up a bunch of random things I could do. I found this um, very odd music video it turned out great yeah. turned out wonderful but um the description was so strange and funny and for some reason I was like yeah I'm gonna do that like any other day I don't know why but any other day I would have been like I'm not gonna do this because it was literally it was a shoot where we were gonna be like extras in it yeah, and, and we it was were, a like, night shoot it was a night shoot and it was gonna start at um like, like six six 6 p.m. and it was gonna end at 6 a.m. Yeah, I met Carlisha on it, and it was just so funny because we just we bonded so fast, so quickly over your yeah. mm, cow story. Oh yeah, big like knowing. I told her I, cannot believe I literally was like, "Hi, I'm Tabitha. I was obsessed with cows when I was a kid." Literally, how she started the conversation. Literally, I was just I couldn't stop telling her about how much I loved cows um, when I was younger. And we just bonded. And I remember there were other great people there too, which is what made it so fun. Um, and we were just sitting there in between takes because like, you know, we were extras in it. So we really weren't in it that much. Um, but we were sitting there one time, I remember, like around with everyone. And I was sitting next to Carlisha because we were kind of buddies for the night. Yeah, and we were like, as soon as we found one person, we were like, all right, I'm clinging to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cling to and, and I remember this, I tell this story sometimes. I remember that I, everyone was asking like Carlisha, because she's Australian, everyone was asking her like, have you had this like snack? Have you had this American snack? Oh, yeah. And she would be like, I don't know what that is. And so at one point we were talking about Fruit Loops and wait, not Fruit Loops, Fruit Roll-Ups, sorry. We were talking about Fruit Roll-Ups and she was like, what's a Fruit Roll-Up? And we all had to like, like, how do we describe that? Everyone looked at me like I was insane. Right, right. So I was like, how do I describe that? And so someone basically described it as, it's like if fruit snacks were in a sheet. Um, And so I go... And she was like, okay, okay. And then I remember right after they said that, she looked at me and she whispers, what's a fruit snack? And I'm like, oh gosh. (laughs) Carly, you're making this 10 times harder. I'm like, like, yeah. So going into that, because, you know, we we answered some of the Instagram questions, probably gave more than people needed to know. But, you know, now that we've talked about kind of how we met, I do want to talk about Carlisha's life. And her career, because I feel like what? Yes, yes, you. <laughs> she has a very interesting life, and she, you know, she tells me things that surprise me every day. Like some, like I was just telling her earlier. I was like, I was like, I remember after a month of knowing you, like we were like we got really close. And then one time you were just like, oh yeah, my sister. And I'm like, you have a sister? <laughs> like like you like, have a family? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like what? And like she just tells me these funny things. So. I'm going to learn some things, and so will all of you. Um, So, Car, tell me a little bit about, like, your childhood and growing up in Australia. Sure. It's not that entertaining, but I I originally, so I originally, I was born in Darwin, Australia, which is, like, typical frogs in your toilet, getting hopped (laughs) to school on kangaroos, you know. (laughs) (laughs) The typical stuff. But I did... Uh, have a pet crocodile when I was younger. You did. I did. You did. I swear. And we all I, need look, to know my, everything about your crocodile. My mom says this isn't the story, but I swear this is what happens. It was either okay. this or a dream, but this is what I believe happened. Okay. So uh, we were living, and we had like a little pool in our backyard. We were living in, you know, suburbia. Yeah. And uh, I was going to hop in the pool. I think I was like six 
no, I think I was like four or five at the time. Mm-hmm. And I was about to get in and I saw this thing floating around and it was like a, a baby crocodile. And I was like, oh, look, it's a baby crocodile. Oh my God. And I was about to jump in anyway. Cause I was like, you know, why not? And my mom was racing to, towards me, like running as fast as she can. Don't she, touch it. Don't touch it. She was like, no, Kalesha. She was screaming. And she ran into the glass wall, the window, the, the door, and it shattered. The whole thing. Wait, so, that's so chaotic it was so intense i was so confused (laughs) and anyway she just picked me up and like dragged me away and i started crying because i thought they were gonna kill the crocodile i don't know why but they you were just like i'm its mother now yeah i'm like it's mine (laughs) it it came to me yeah and so anyway my mom she was a reporter and she from it from stories and going out into the world she kind of knew how to wrangle a crocodile and how to like contain it so she got it and we had it as a pet for like six months until it got bigger than me. <laughs> did it Bear have a name? It. it did. Oh no. <laughs> what was its name card? Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> Why? I don't know. I don't. That's a great question. I don't even know how I thought of Johnson, Johnson. when I was five. <laughs> it just seemed like such a like, like I can, can, be mad at you if I want to with a name like Johnson yeah like Johnson so how did you like or when and how did you transition into acting so where so I moved to Melbourne when I was about Mm. 12 and I actually lived in an old mental institution Uh. when I was younger oh my gosh yep which is what yeah I don't even know how to it's not an actual mental institution anymore Okay, I'm crazy. I'm not okay. that crazy <laughs> yet. <laughs> yet. <laughs> Hollywood's getting me there. Hollywood, yeah. <laughs> but uh, from there, I was able to kind of create a little family yeah. from just community neighbors and and because it was it kind it was kind of like a it kind of reminded me of like a really really old small mansion turned into like little houses everywhere it had like an old pool and it like it had a dungeon and stuff and so with some of my the people and the kids that I met there we would play all these creative games and I think it's what made me really imagine it like imaginative it made me open up my mind just from we would play whatever we wanted for hours of like, oh, we're in the, you know, the dungeons here. Should it be like a, a dragon and we're fighting off and we're trying to get a princess? Mm-hmm. Or are we, you know, national spies, like looking into people's lives, mm-hmm. looking around, you know, the world, trying to find clues and stuff. There are just so many characters that you randomly created just from being a kid yeah. that from there, my imagination went wild. And after, and I would watch just so many movies all the time and my mom who was the biggest support in my life she always would say oh uh if I was watching films instead of doing homework she would be like it's it's research I know that you'd be researching these characters and you're like you're all of that helps you with your acting and she would always be so supportive of that it was a lot of a lot of amazing parents probably wouldn't understand that but the fact that she did is so beautiful very rare amount that's that's beautiful understand and and be okay especially how grueling and how long the process is right I I owe her everything I owe her me coming to LA she yeah she got me here so how was that move for you like was LA like a culture shock by any means it wasn't as big of a culture shock as it would have been if I hadn't already spent some time here and just being able to know how weird and crazy and collaborative and creative everyone was I was just I was just excited I was Mm -hmm. just like that's what started my kind of new personality trait that I created Mm -hmm. created of being so adventurous I never wanted to miss out on an opportunity because I was fearful because Sam Smith actually did a motivational <laughs> speech and he said oh. it was it's brilliant I love him he did one about um skydiving right and so what? the night before he said yeah uh we were all just talking about it. we were all saying yeah let's go skydiving we're gonna go skydiving tomorrow and he went home and was like ah oh, yeah whatever like it's not really it's just gonna <laughs> it's not gonna happen and the next morning 6 a.m yeah they were all ready what? to see him go and he was like oh 
he's like, no, 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 no. Look, I'm I'm feeling like really bloated today. I can't, I can't do this. And so he was like, he was he threw up before he got there. He was like scared all the way up until he got to the very edge of the plane mm-hmm. when he was thousands of feet up and he was so terrified he didn't want to he didn't want to jump he was like like paralyzed with fear and as soon as he stepped out he said it was complete bliss it was the best experience yeah. he had ever had in his life and what he was saying was all the way up until the going until he was in the airplane about to jump off he said there was no reason for him to be fearful. All that fear just ruined his day. Yeah. And so when he was able there to was jump no off, he said all the best things in life are on the other side of fear. And I genuinely live by that. Wow. I don't ever want to miss an experience because... I love that. That, that makes... I love, I love to hear you say that because it's like I see that part of you a lot, being your friend. And I know people listening probably most of them probably don't know Carlisha the way I do but um not yet (laughs) not yet you don't um but like just knowing you I feel like you're always such a um experimental kind of person and I remember you saying one time because I'm like she's so Carlisha she's so bold and she's so down for anything. And I remember asking her, because I was like, because you, you don't expect it. Because, like, I know it's an audio podcast, but she has this, like, pretty little doll face. <laughs> and she's, like, just this cutie pie little girl. And then you're just like, you want to go, like, bungee jumping off of a cliff? And she'd be like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, let's do it. That's literally. She would literally do that right now if I asked her to. My friend literally. asked me, like, a week ago. <laughs> like, yeah. And I'm, I am. I'm about yeah. to get skydiving. Yeah. That makes that makes right. sense. But I'm like, what made you like, like like this? Like I remember asking her, I was like, what made you like this? And she was like, I just like, especially being an artist, I just want to experience everything. Yeah. Like I, you just might as well. Exactly. Yeah. And I think because we don't do college, we haven't, you know, we don't go mm-hmm. to university and we're not able to right. learn those types of skills. Right. We learn the other type, which is being able to experience right. the world truly around you and, and focusing in on yourself a lot more and mm. trying to really figure that out because I think a lot of people don't. Yeah. They just they don't need to. They have a nine-to-five job. Yeah. There's no need to really figure out who am I really? Why am I really doing this? Only actors really you do have that. to dig into it. Yeah, you have to spend time on it and most people don't because, you know, the world's busy. There's yeah. you've got bills to pay and stuff which are, it's go 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 exactly. but you have to like take a step back for a moment yeah remember why you're doing what you're doing yeah, yeah. and it's it's why i i think us not going to college is what like it really mm. helped us because the time <laughs> we're, we're learning able, life exactly we, <laughs> we are, are learning life <laughs> we, are we are life everyone's like what are you studying i'm like life, life. life which itself. is so i think and i think but that it's is so much more valuable for an actor than anything else you can do I, I love that I, lo- I love that about you it really helps inspire me because sometimes I'm like it like like you're such a big inspiration for me like you know being my friend and just like the first time I met you like your drive and everything when you get advice from actors or like us talking on this podcast being actors like you know you're also an actor and like coming on here to hear advice like it's interesting because you expect to hear these like very specific, specific like educational type corny like like acting course type thing. Yeah. But it's really just about living to your fullest potential and being and surrendering to characters and fear and like what yes. you want to do. And I think you're such a good inspiration of that because it just brings out your natural talent. And not so not only are you working on your career by being like who you are, but you're also experiencing life to the fullest. I think that's so inspiring. Thank you. You're so cute. (laughs) Thank you. So. All these compliments. (laughs) (laughs) It's literally, like I said, this podcast is just me complimenting Carlisha. I have zero issue with that. I know. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Just for future podcasters. Okay. No issue. If anyone wants to have, yeah. If anyone wants to have us on their podcast and just compliment us the whole time. We're fine with it. That'd be great. That'd be great. (laughs) So now how is, how is acting going for you? Like projects you've worked on? Ooh, oh yeah, well, uh, writing, since, producing too. You do it all. When I first came out here, the first role I did was a film called Wrapped, which is on Prime recently. Oh. Which I was very excited. 
excited about. That was okay. the funnest project I've really? ever been on. Yeah, it, really? it, it became a huge family. It's about this wallflower girl who just her mother just died mm-hmm. and the only thing she has left is this present that gets stolen mm-hmm. and it's about this adventure of chasing mm-hmm. the present again and it's just this fun that's family fun. loving film and the it. people I made the people the friends that I made from yeah. it I still have now and really? I know will last forever yeah Danny Azari he is was the lead in it mm-hmm. and we've just I, I love him to death yeah that was an amazing opportunity and then I did do a... Uh, oh, I will talk about this. <laughs> Carlisha laughs at me. She did a project that I never shut up about. <laughs> For some reason, I'm attached to it. She was in... Okay, actually, you should take the reins. It's a Netflix... Not a Netflix. It's Hulu series. Yes. Um, and what is the series called? So it's a Hulu anthology series called Into the Dark, which yes. is movie-length episodes right. that focus on a different era of the month so like one you know december's christmas and then you've got mother's day and then my episode which was called uncanny annie Mm -hmm. was uh about halloween yeah so it's a story around a crazy little girl who is stuck inside of a board game kind of like jumanji but with Mm -hmm. a very intense horror Five. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And she basically has these kids who started playing and she messes with their head and, mm-hmm. and tries oh. to kill them in as many creative and mm-hmm. fun for her ways as she can. Yeah. And that was insane. And that was, that was, a, and that was the character you played. You that, played the I creepy played little Annie. girl. I did. She played Uncanny Annie. <laughs> and I'm obsessed with it. I watched it with my mother. I said, Mom, sit down. We're watching Uncanny Annie. <laughs> On Hulu. So, I have two questions, and you will be the first official person to answer these questions for me. Oh my god, I'm so excited. My first question is, to stay on brand, on theme, very pure and innocent question, who was your first friend? Oh, I love that. Yeah. My first friend, well, was actually uh, when I was in the mental old mental institution Mm -hmm. when I was living there and my next door neighbor his name's Liam and he was the first friend that I made right yeah when I first real friend that I made like lifelong friend honestly the the before that I just don't remember he was the most memorable and you guys are you guys still friends yeah oh that's amazing not all the time but he is he's in Australia so time zones suck so the question is Okay, so basically, you get to pick a movie. Yeah. Where, like, any movie in the world you want, where every person becomes a Muppet. Every character is switched to a Muppet. But you get to keep one character. You get to keep one of them human. Um, So which movie would you pick? To change everyone to a Muppet except one character. Ooh. It's a weird question. There are so many options right you know i was thinking originally i was gonna say uh titanic yeah and i would leave uh the captain i don't know why (laughs) he's just driving around all of these muppets (laughs) these muppets it's so insane without me literally all the muppets like oh this is so morbid but it's funny for some reason because like if the muppets are falling out of the ship and it's just like (laughs) these these, little like these tiny noises. These little like felt puppets. In like flying. going down in the boats as well. Yeah. These little faces. And then oh, and then like the romance of exactly. the Muppet the Jack Muppet and Rose. With the hand, the Muppet <laughs> hand going up on the window. <laughs> During their sex scene. Yes. The Muppet. Just Muppet a little hand. Just a little felt hand just on the window. sliding Slo- down. Sensual. Very sensual. So sensual. And then, like, the captain just, like, yelling yes. at all of these Muppets oh, the whole time. Brilliant. Um, that Honestly. was a brilliant answer. Thank you. So, something I have prepared for us Ooh. a little bit, and you've Ooh. done some preparing as well, yeah. Um, is we, we already fight about this all the time, <laughs> but... Australian slang versus American slang, or yes. just like certain words or phrases that we use or say that are so different, 
Carlisha and I yell at each other about these all the time. So often. So I think we should talk about them. So I actually, I wrote down a few. Okay. That I want to say to you. Okay. And then afterwards, I think you, I think you have a few for me, right? Yes. Yep. Okay, yep. perfect. So. Are you going to say them and then I, and then are you going to see what they are? Like, do you know what they are already? I, I do, but okay. I just want to hear you react. Okay. Okay. So the first one I wrote down is a trunk of your car. A trunk. So that would be a boot. We no. Call it a- <laughs> no. See, this is something that you do Why say a lot. Why is it called a trunk, though? Because, I, I don't know. I mean, a like- boot isn't better. That sounds like a shoe. Exactly. <laughs> but at least it makes the boot, like, it. I don't know, it makes I a noise I just don't know. I feel like the other ones, I'm like, okay, I can see where that comes from. But boot for a trunk does confuse me a little but bit. But trunk confuses me. What does that even mean? You that know what? Nothing to do with I don't know what that word trunk. would mean other than, like, what it already is. Besides, it reminds but me of the word truck. It just sounds. There could be a trunk Maybe of a truck. truck. Well, I guess there's a better truck. Of a, except it can't be a trunk of a truck. <laughs> you know what? I don't know anything about cars. I don't know. <laughs> okay, so the next one I have is. Um, ooh, this one gets me. This one gets me when you say it. You've said it a few times, what? and I'm like, no. Oh. Flip flops. Oh. Flip flops. <laughs> Thongs. They're not called they thongs. They are definitely thongs. They are not called thongs. People, when I first came here, I said that way too often. <laughs> I said, uh, my people were, were like, so confused. It was a slip on my thongs. I'm I like, have, what? Yeah, I was like, uh, can I, can, yeah, I just want these thongs. And they looked at me like I was literally insane. Well, that... Wait, which but makes like, sense. You know that like thongs yes, to me I are know. underwear. So yes, what would you call a thong underwear then? We call them underwear. But we like do you also don't say, I mean like the normal term undies. <laughs> but I hate that word. <laughs> Wait, so to you like it's always flip all underwear and uh, every thongs. underwear. So it's not like there's different types of underwear yeah, to no. you. Well, there like we could also say a th- oh we say g string. We say oh, G-string. I did see that, actually. I yeah. forgot about Yeah, that. no, I forgot about it, too, but I did see that. You say, you okay, do. well, that's another way to say it, but that's just so funny. Where's because the G, though? Why is it a G-string? I don't know why it would be a G-string. Well, is it a G-shaped? <laughs> it's not a G-shape. Definitely not a G-shape. It's oh, a it kind of is, though. If you, it's like, a T-shaped, like a thong, because it's a thong. Underwear, it's a thong. But what makes it's it not a, a flip What is flop. a thong? <laughs> what makes it a thong? Because it has the wet letter T? That's ridiculous. I don't know. I'm trying to prove my case. <laughs> oh, okay. This one. Um, is it a sweater or a jumper? Oh, it's a jumper. A jumper? What? Just, but why? You, is it a sweater? You don't sweat in all of your sweaters, <laughs> yes, okay? Yes, you do. What if you have a knitted sweater? They're that's hot. So? That doesn't make it, that's all, meaning like it's a, a sweat machine, okay? It's used for other things. <laughs> okay. What about an eraser? Rubber. <laughs> I can't do this one. <laughs> Carlisha, I can't do this one. A rubber is another word I know, for I, a condom. I did not know that. Wait, I did you didn't? Not, when I, no, I had no idea. Wait, Wait why would you so call you it call, a rubber a condom? Because it's just like, it's like slang. So it's like condom is the right word for it. But it's like, ah, uh, I think that's a rubber. We've like Throw had, on a rubber. Yeah, I hear that sentence a lot here of like, yeah. you know, well, slap up before you slip up. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that, that's not the right one. Wait is, a minute. What did you just say? Isn't that a thing? Slip on before. Oh, slip on before you slap on. <laughs> I've never heard that. Maybe I'm just Maybe like super a... pure, but I've never heard You've that. You've never heard that. Or did you? Did you like? Did you I'm just make that up? No. You didn't make that up. I don't think so. Oh. Before. My God, Felicia actually she wrote down a few. But yes, I have Australian, a couple. Yeah, Australian slang words or phrases or something, and I'm gonna try to guess what they mean because yes. I probably won't know. You might know some of them. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. My favorite word. This is my favorite Australian slang word, and it's called. It's a it, munted. 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 This is um, very. Oh gosh, this is just gonna be me, like dead air, just me, <laughs> like not knowing. Munted? Yes. Okay, I've What no does it sound like? Munted is like. Oh, I'm worn out. But yeah. That's, <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> like that's that? Similar. It's, it's more. Munted is throw up. Oh, that's not similar at all. Because <laughs> well, we would be like, oh, she munted. Like, like oh, if they. Oh, like she puked. Or they, like she threw up. Yeah, if. if she vomited. Yeah, yeah. Yes. If. Uh, 
someone's really drunk. Okay. That's, it's most of the time it's like... She munted. Oh, All right, the next one is mortal. Which um, I think is also British. When you're human. Because it's like I mean, mortals. Yes. Are you a warlock or are you a mortal? That definitely, yes. Right? <laughs> you're not wrong. That I think is the dictionary <laughs> description. Inst- I'm just so smart that I'm oh. going off of I'm just going off you're of dictionary. The dictionary. You're like dictionary. What's those people who can photographic memory? Yeah. Is that, is that I don't have memory? that, but yeah, I wish I had that. I don't have Wouldn't it. Wouldn't that make our lives so much Wouldn't easier? That just make our lives easier as you actors just, memorizing yes, lines. You can memorize a line right. in 10 seconds. Oh, right. Hey people, you can do that. Wait, what does that mean though? So it means mortal is like when someone's Passed out drunk, like the drunkest. <laughs> Are these ever all seen. drunk? There, I know, I know, not only these. Actually, the third like, one kind of is. This is just us being sloppy. Well, drunk. this is what I would do, and I would. Okay, <laughs> no, no, no. I love it. I love it. Okay. <laughs> oh god. But yeah, okay. Oh so, yeah. What else? What else do you have for me? Hit me with it. Is bogan. Bo- bogan. bogan. I'm getting all of these wrong. Okay. That's a, this, I should know this maybe. one, right? I think so. Maybe. This sounds. This sounds. What does it sound bogan. Like? Bogan. Bo- Seth Rogen. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you're like, we have our own slang for Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. <laughs> it's just Bogan. Bogan. Seth Bogan. You don't even say his first name. Just Bogan. Hey, Bogan. Bogan. I just think like bogus. Like bogus. Like that's, that's stupid. That's, that's Bogan. Bogus. You know, that's Bogan. Like that's dumb. not close, but I like that. Okay, answer. all right. Bogan's like the equivalent to a redneck. Oh, so what you guys would say is like the most American kind of oh, lower class so I'm type bo- thing that you can be, yeah. I guess. Yeah. So that would be considered. That's a bogan. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh. So we all have our own versions okay. of rednecks. Okay. I love it. Which is just a lot of goon and a lot of munting. Last one okay. is chock a block. What? <laughs> that that sounds like this that. isn't my answer, but that should be throwing up. Chuck a block. Chuck a block. That makes sense. Wait, is that Chuck-a-block. like is that like pooping? <laughs> <laughs> like is that like is that like shitting? No. Oh. <laughs> the fact that I was so confident too. Cool. You were so confident. I was in like, your oh answer. wait, like, that this has, is it. That's there's the only nothing option. else that could. What about like a Chuck-a- block of chocolate, which isn't it either, but. Chuck a block? Chuck a block. Chuck oh, a like block. throw it back. Throw <laughs> it back. Throw down the alcohol. Down the hatchet. Oh, now I'm just using American terms. I have to stop doing that. Down I have to stop doing that. Yeah, down the hatchet. Okay. Chuck a block is just meaning full. Oh, that's chuck a block. Like that's what? stuff. I know. Wait, 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 wait. No. <laughs> oh, that's full. That's full, man. That's chuck a block. Um, on that, that note. On that note, <laughs> that is. The first episode of Tap the Makes Friends. Yay! That is the end of the first episode of my podcast. Um, thank you so much for having me. Of course, I've loved thank every Thank you minute. for coming. Of I mean, course. you're gonna be back on it, that so be. you know. <laughs> so I hope you guys aren't too tired of Carlisha. Oh yeah, you've <laughs> because seen more of me. She's coming back. She's coming back. My little Aussie girl. She's coming back. I'll be in the. I'll be the commentator for when you're doing. The date, the date, the date yeah. segment. I'll be the yes. side commentator. Uh, that's like, ex- oh, she's picked that's up. Exactly she's picked up the spaghetti. <laughs> she has, he ordered. She has knocking. twirled the, the fork into her spaghetti. <laughs> it's looking awkward, baby. We are at the Olive Garden. <laughs> Breadsticks are like going like hotcakes. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you so much again for being on. I love you so much. And um, I love you more. Yes. And you can check Carlisha out on Instagram. What's your Instagram handle? Just my name, Carlisha Hurley. Carlisha Hurley. <laughs> was that good? That was brilliant. Oh, thank you. You didn't even say the um, R. That was great. Yes, I know. I'm trying to get rid of the R's when I say your name. Yeah. Um, but yes, go follow Carlisha. She will be back on the show. Um, and yeah, that is the end of the first podcast. So stay tuned for more episodes coming soon. Let me know if you have any suggestions or things you want me to talk about on the next episode coming up. Bye. <laughs> Amazing. Yes. Yes. <laughs>